0: All right, welcome back to the Fantasy Charger. with your boy, Chris? I'm Justin. And uh, today we're going to talk about our uh, League of Nations draft that we had recently, our Big Friends draft. But uh, I want to address that we missed uh, a few weeks of uh, posting because I ended up getting uh, the COVID-19 virus uh, like three weeks ago. But I'm fully off quarantine and we're back. Uh, so today we're going to talk about the League of Nations draft. It's a 10-man league we do with our friends every year. This is like the fifth le- uh, fifth fifth year fifth that year. we're doing it. Yep. And uh, <coughs> the draft went really well. And we're going to talk about how the draft went with the board. And we're also going to review a bunch of teams at the end. And we're going to talk about what we like about them. And we're going to rate them out of 10.
1: Yeah, so basically... Um it was a really good draft. There was some decent surprises. Everyone really drafted pretty well. There wasn't re- it wasn't like last year where there was like really big surprises like Tariq Cohen in the third round. Like we didn't, I we didn't see that this year. And, um, but I really liked how everyone knew what they were doing. They all had their own strategy and it worked out for everybody. I mean, there's some off teams. I'm personally <laughs> think that me and Chris have me, Chris, and this other kid, uh, Joe, have the probably the best teams in the league. Um, but we'll see during the season. No one's counted out. And, um, yeah, let's see how it went. So, um, to start it off, um, our boy Joe, who I said before, um, he really likes Saquon Barkley. We're both Giants fans, and I respect him taking Saquon Barkley with the first pick. There's always conversation about our O-line and how we're going to, you know, develop it with all the young rookies, Matt Pert and Andrew uh um Andrew Thomas, yeah. But um I really think this is a good pick for him over uh Zeke and uh and Zeke, but however, I think he could have took McCaffrey. He was number 1 last year PPR, but I respect Joe's pick between taking Saquon. So
0: like my analysis with this pick, I thought I thought he should have took McCaffrey. I think it should be a no-brainer. His um his thinking behind it is that CMC was number one on every board and nothing, like it doesn't always repeat itself. Mm-hmm. But how I look at it is Barkley was number one the year before and I don't think it's going to keep going back and forth, back and forth. I think he should have took McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey is going to like be top two, probably number one. And I think it's the safest pick. That's smart. But yeah. he went
1: Saquon and that's fine for him. Yeah. Yeah. So with the second pick, our boy Melvin, uh, one of our best friends, um, he got the steal with McCaffrey at two. You know, he probably wasn't expecting McCaffrey at two, but um, Joe really early thought that he was going to take Saquon, so we had a feeling that he was going to take McCaffrey. However, Melvin was throwing a lot of smoke screens out into the league. He said he was going to take MT at two. He thought he was going to take Zeke at two. So we were all a little on the fence about what he was taking, but as soon as I put, he put McCaffrey on the board, I knew exactly how he was going. But uh, great pick for Melvin. Uh, CMC is going to do very well for him this year. anything you want to add to that
0: nice like
1: that's the pick yeah all right so then um our next pick was our friend mike fenning um he decided to not go mt or cook he decided to take zeke with the third pick it was very surprising for me because i remember in the beginning of league of nations when we were first starting to talk about it everybody was like he's going cook he's going cook he's going cook um cook hasn't really got his contract yet but he's still going to play and um I guess he respected Zeke more as a fantasy back, and that's totally fine for his pick. I love that pick. <clears throat> um, with the fourth pick, uh, this kid named Dylan, which is one of our other uh, friends of a friend, he took uh, Michael Thomas with the uh, fourth pick, and we kind of all expected him to take MT. He's been he was mocking, you know, a couple months just taking MT, MT, MT. He didn't really change it up so. We kind of expect it to him. He's the first wide receiver off the board and definitely respectable at four. His ADP is like three to four, so that makes perfect sense. All right, so with my pick, um, you know, I had a couple strategies I wanted to try out, but I haven't ever had Dalvin Cook in a league. And yes, people say he can't finish a season. He, he, he gets injured towards the end of the season. And he can't finish it. And, you know, that, you know, it's disrespectful to Dalvin Cook because during the season, he's a complete beast when he's healthy. And especially in PPR because he knows how to, you know, catch screens. He knows how to catch balls outside the backfield. I mean, he's a beast no matter what. And so I decided that, you know, let me just snag him, see how he does this season and um, go from there. Um, Other strategy that I had in mind, I was going to think about taking Devontae if Dalvin Cook wasn't there. I didn't know if I wanted Zeke three years in a row. I've had Zeke in three years in a row in League of Nations and I didn't know if I wanted to do that again. So I decided to take Cook and... See how it went um the seventh pick our boy jack decided to take DeAndre Hopkins. He said he was huge on him this year. We all knew he was going to take him at seven it was it was a no brainer pick for him and um it's very interesting that he didn't uh decide on taking Henry or uh, Kamara for a running back one because running backs are really um you know i guess deficient this year and later rounds, so taking a big running back is is crucial, but he took hop and Hop has a new co- uh, quarterback and a new offense to work with so i think that's a really good uh pick for jack
0: i i, I liked the uh, i liked how he did that well um i had the six pick uh in the start of it i picked it when we were doing the picks and then i, I made a deal with jack he wanted hopkins he was going after me he had seven i had six so then we we just swapped picks because i wanted a better second round pick and i felt comfortable at seven i wanted henry and he wanted uh d hop so we was- swapped and I ended up taking Derek Henry at seven. I love this pick. He's my running back two personally. And I, I was throwing some smoke screens out there that I was going to take Jacobs to mess with my boy Brandon who's up next, because he, he wanted him. Mm-hmm. But uh, Henry's my boy. I had to take him. He's my running back one. So
1: um, I really respected that. You know, it's very smart t- getting a better second round pick, especially with uh, how this league and how the draft went. Um, so it was pretty smart to take uh Henry at seven instead of six, um Jack probably Jack ended up with a running back in the second round anyways, but um yeah it was it was pretty smart for both of you guys, um Brandon with the ninth pick uh really surprising to me I I we all love him he's a, he's a second year player and uh, his name is Josh Jacobs he uh, Chris just talked about how much he loved Brandon loved him and we kind of figured that he was gonna take him, it's pretty early though I I think it's like. Ranking is like thirty four in PPR rankings, and um, but it's okay. Um, he was pro. It was either him or Kamara, you know, being the best back for him in in this uh, position. So if you wants Jacobs, uh, he has him now, and we'll see how Jacobs does for in his second year. Um, with Team Nine, that's our boy T J Fisher. He really thought this was a huge steal, and I pretty sure it was. I don't respect. I don't. I don't know if Kamara is a fourth ranked player in fantasy as they have in PPR standards. Um I do see him around like nine or ten, just where uh, uh TJ grabbed him. And um I think Kamara is good for him. I think that's a really good PPR back um late in the first round and it's respectable for him and he uh, from there he went with a very good strategy and yeah so um and finally to round off the uh first round our boy Lewis had the double pick. And um, we were—I was kind of expecting Lewis to maybe grab a wide receiver and grab a running back, but since he saw Julio and Devontae there on the board, he decided to snag them both. I think this was really filthy, honestly, because of the fact that I understand that you know I said that running backs are deficient in the later rounds, but taking two top, you know, top seven wide receivers in in fantasy is pretty kind—it's pretty filthy to think about you know almost getting 20 almost 40 points a game just from two receivers on your team so I think it's really smart for him so now we're not going to go through everybody we're just gonna uh, I'm just gonna go rapid fire and uh, show um, everybody until our picks and uh, so in the second round then went uh, Hill then Mixon and then Chris is up with his
0: second pick in the second round so uh, I have my strategy where you got to go back to back running backs. I think that's the move in, yeah. in every draft that I do, so I ended up getting my boy Miles Sanders and I love miles Sanders this year um i i I made the, the the switch with Jack just to make sure nothing gets effed up like i I wanted to get Miles Sanders here. I love henry and miles sanders uh I think it's an amazing duo, and that's what I did for my first two rounds when um In the
1: beginning of the league of nations talk and beginning of our podcast we talked a lot about miles sanders and how chris was really big on him and you know i wasn't the you know i wasn't the type to be really big on miles sanders um not because i'm biased i just didn't really see a lot of from out of out of him last year then i went to look over to the stats the last couple weeks while chris was in quarantine and i realized that you know miles sanders can have a very good productive year being the lead back um, in on the Eagles, and you know not having a lot of competition behind him, Boston Scott, and I don't really see much coming out of him. Um, and you know I could see Miles Sanders grabbing at least two hundred in like twenty carries from from the Eagles, depending on how they spread the ball. But um, he's in for a big year. Uh, he's a potential breakout player, and I think that was a really good pick by Chris having Henry and Sanders it's a good duo. Yes, sir. Um, after Sanders went Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I know Chris uh wanted was deciding between Sanders and Clyde Edwards Hilaire just because he believed that Clyde also could be a very good breakout player, you mm-hmm. know, behind Mahomes in MVP season and having a new running back in his arsenal. Um, Clyde is could be filthy if, you know, he gets his reps and he gets all his carries and now he's apparently the starting back, so
0: like, Clyde was my backup if like Brandon stole like Sanders from me or something. But he ended up taking Mixon, uh, but Clyde was a very solid, like, uh, second, like, option at my second round pick. But uh, I looked at uh, like, I love Sanders more, and the running back coach for the Eagles said he's going to be the workhorse this year. And I don't want to take the risk with aware like, falling off, like, or, like, not producing that much as a rookie, even though, like, I've seen all the stats with Andy Reid and his rookie running backs, for the past twelve years, he's had a top ten finish. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a it's a pretty
1: good. He has a pretty high ceiling. Right every now. rookie That's running what I'm back saying, that yeah. Andy Reid's ever played with has
0: done very well. Yeah.
1: But, All right. Yeah. So with, me, with my my second pick in the second round, um, I kind of wanted to go running back. I was thinking about you know maybe taking Aaron Jones, going down with Cook and Jones or Chubb, but they're apparently projected to have very good uh, uh a decent regressive year. And you know I wanted maybe someone you know. Who still has it and i decided to take a wide receiver and i took chris godwin mm-hmm. i really like godwin i'm a big fan of him he was you know the second best fantasy player a uh, second best fantasy wide receiver last year with uh james winston now he's tom brady i understand uh tom brady likes to spread the ball around but chris godwin is a very good player and he comes out of the slot a lot and i think he's gonna progress with tom brady you know having you know a, su- a super bowl hall of famer on his team, and I think it's going to be really good for fantasy.
0: I, I think this is a great pick for what Justin had on the board. I feel running backs are falling. Um, like like Mixon got taken over people that mm-hmm. should have gone that early. Yep. People were falling, falling, falling. You'll see the trend of that. Uh, people that should be going in the mid-second round are going uh, towards the end. You're going to see it in the next few picks. I think Godwin was a great pick here, and uh, you ended up getting a running back in the third round anyways. Yep. So then
1: after my pick went, uh, Austin Eckler, then uh, pretty sure that says Aaron Jones. And then after Aaron Jones, hold on. I lost the picture. (laughs) Hold on for a second. I think it was Chubb with Melvin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Chubb with Melvin. And then where the hell did the picture (laughs) go? Hold on.
0: So then uh, Melvin oh, right wrapped up with Chubb and yeah, he grabbed McCaffrey Chubb which and then is pretty Ch- solid.
1: Yeah, so I think Chubb and McCaffrey is a pretty solid duo. It's especially really because Chubb, you know, collected four hundred fourteen hundred yards last year. So I think that's pretty filthy. Um but then after Chubb, um, Joe decided to take the first tight end and he decided to take Kelsey. So I think that was pretty filthy. And not only did he take Kelsey, but in the top of the first round on the third round, he decided to snag his quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. So he has Barkley, Kelsey, and Mahomes. Pretty good start, I'm not going to lie. So then after Mahomes, I guess there was a little quarterback feud going between Joe and Melvin, depending who's going to take who. But Melvin took Lamar Jackson. And I think Lamar Jackson and McCaffrey and Chubb is a pretty good start to a, a team. Even, you know, because Jackson could be considered a running back. He can be considered a running back and a quarterback at the same time. He'll, produ- he'll produce points either way. Um, after that, went Kittle. So, all the top two tight ends are off the board. Uh, then Evans went, and then I'm up again. So, as I was going through my mocks and everything like that, I know a lot of people in this league aren't big on this player. And, you know, I was expecting him to get chosen maybe in the late second round, not maybe early third. But he fell to me. And I think it was a steal because of the fact that, you know, his ADP is pretty good. For not It's not in the third round at all. Could be the but, steal of the draft. And so I decided to take Kenyon Drake. And I really like having Cook and Drake. I think it's a great duo for this year. Drake's already projected close to 14 points for week one. And I think that's perfect for my team. I need my running backs to at least be projected double digits. And um, I think it was a good it was a good pick because of the fact that, you know, after, at the end of the year for Kenyon Drake, he was producing, you know, 30 plus points. I think he was like top five running back in the last four weeks of fantasy. And, you know, I'm hoping that he can keep stacks consistent in the uh, beginning of the season. And he becomes more familiar with Kyler and how he wants to run his offense. Not only is Kenyon Drake good, for, you know, running, but he is a good PPR back. He knows how to catch the ball and he knows how to take screens to the house. It's a very good outside zone runner. He's, he's one of the best zone runners I've seen in a while. Um, he has a lot of patience when he runs He's he just hard to come down. He likes to he fights for every yard, and I need that especially in fantasy when you know when there's point one for yards and I need that you know to help me during the season. So I decided to Kenyon Drake. I think that's a steal in the third round. He's projected sometimes to go in the first round, like at nine. So.
0: Yeah. I love Kenyon Drake. Uh, I've talked about in multiple recent episodes uh, why I think he's going to be a, an amazing running back for 2020. And I think that's a great running back, too, especially in the third round. I think that's a steal. Yeah. Great picture.
1: Thank you. So uh, after my pick, went Russell Wilson in the third, which was really fucking high, in my opinion. I think he could have waited for Wilson close to the fifth, sixth round. <laughs> but he snagged him in the third. I guess that's what he wanted. Um, I'm not a big fan of that because he has a wide receiver running back and out quarterback, but it's he could have done there's a lot more talent on the board um and you could have waited on quarterback. So, eh,
0: that's all right. Um you with you're up with your third round pick now. I was ecstatic about that Russell Wilson pick. See like <laughs> uh, I actually wasn't uh at the live draft because of the whole virus thing, but I was on FaceTime. I heard Russell Wilson, I started laughing my ass off. <laughs> It's a little early. Uh, I got I got my guy in the third round though, and I wanted to get him no matter what, and he ended up falling to me like I thought he would. I got my boy Adam Thielen, got my wide receiver one, and you're gonna see a trend of the receivers that I end up taking to surround him with. But I love Adam Thielen this year. He's my wide receiver eight. I think he's gonna be top ten this year. He's uh, a really solid one for PPR in my opinion, and I'm very I was very happy about that pick. So uh, yeah.
1: So I respect the pick I I believe that Thielen is projected to have a very better year you know he had he got hurt on last season and he didn't produce much but in the playoffs you can see that Thielen is still Thielen he caught that beautiful pass from uh Kirk Cousins in the I believe it was the NFC championship maybe it was the NFC championship or the divisional round it was wild card wild card it was a wild card round and I saw that Thielen still got it and you know he I think it was last year or the year before that, he had seven games over 100 yards consistently. And if he still has that production, um, Chris is looking for a big year out of Thielen. And obviously Thielen wants it too because, you know, Diggs is gone. So now he's the the true number one. And then you got rookie Justin Jefferson at the two, which I love Jefferson, but Thielen is looking like the main guy right now. So good pick. Um, After Thielen went Gurley, then Fournette, then Carson and then Connor. So a big run on uh, running backs at the late end of the third round and top of the fourth. I think Bell went with Carson. Um, not yet. So after uh, Connor went, Amari Cooper in the fourth round, which I was really pissed about because. No, it, it went from the back to the front. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Um, no, then it was Carson and then it was Bell. And then it was Moore, then Galladay, and then Chris is up with his next pick. Uh,
0: with this pick, I had a tough choice. Either I wanted to get a third running back... I hated this pick, by the way. Or top up with it, a wide receiver two here. Or go with my guy at uh, running back. So I was thinking either David Johnson or Cooper Cup. And I was like, thinking about it. I have David Johnson in a separate league that I'm not putting like big money on. And I want to put my money on Cooper Cup. I had him last year, and he was a monster for me. So I, I really like... Having Adam Thielen and Cooper Cup. I like the Caucasian receiver PPR type thing going on. Gotta love it. That's awful. Anyways, um,
1: I was pretty fucking annoyed that he took Cooper Cup. because He was on (laughs) FaceTime and I was like screaming at him like, you're such an asshole. You knew that was my pick. And I wanted Cup in the fourth and Melvin was another guy who wanted Cooper Cup, but he didn't take him in the third. So I was really happy that Cup could have felt to me. And then fucking Chris takes Cooper Cup and fucks up my wide receiver's strategy. <laughs> but it's okay. I really like the pick, though. Cooper Cup is pretty filthy for a uh, wide receiver. You know, he's the one right now. And um, I'm not a big fan of Woods. Woods can have a good year, but I think Cup's the main receiver in uh, L.A. right now. So after Cup went, Melvin Gordon. So I wasn't a big fan of this pick, Melvin Gordon in the Fourth round is...
0: He needed a running back, too,
1: though. I, I understand he needed a running back, too, but, you know, there's pe- there was people like... uh Well, actually, no, I guess, I guess that was the only thing that was left. So, all right, I guess it's respectable, but um I don't know. Melvin Gordon's expected to split carries between Phil Lindsay and, and him himself, and, you know, Drew Locke likes to spread the ball, especially with having Judy Sutton and uh, rookie K.J. Hamler on the team. So I don't know if Melvin Gordon's going to have a lot of production this year. He's only projected about 700 yards and about... Five touchdowns, I'm pretty sure. So um, it was a decent running back too. He probably could trade for someone better, but we'll see during the season. Now I'm up. Now, like I said, Chris stole my pick, which really annoyed me. But however, a couple days before the draft, I did a lot of um, film. I was watching a lot of film on my players on who I wanted and who opened my eyes and stuff like that. Who I would would cho- who I would choose in the draft, and I had I wasn't really big on him. You guys know that in my latest podcast when we're doing wide receiver rankings and stuff like that i talked shit about aj brown i was i hated him i was like he's just a deep threat and everything like that and you know that was really stupid and idiotic of me because um the tight he's perfect fit for the tennessee offense especially with Tannehill. they run their defense is usually really focused on derrick henry and derrick henry is the workhorse monster on in tennessee which is how they got to the playoffs but there are other factors to this team aj brown is is one of them he was the best yak receiver with 8.9 yards after the catch last season. And I think that's amazing compared to what other receivers do. I mean, he might not have a lot of receptions, but I'm a big fan of the of of his yards after catch. And they also run a lot of plays called uh, Yankee, which is a way of opening up A.J. Brown, especially in the middle, um, they usually have a go route with Corey Davis, and then AJ Brown crosses over the middle with a high safety on top going to protect. And, you know, the middle's wide open. And AJ Brown catches that, and he can take it for 51 yards, 75 yards. He's, he's even done 91 yards. So, I mean, it's perfect for my team.
0: I, I love this pick. All right. So, Justin uh, pre draft was watching like everyone in the top 100 in their film, and he hasn't watched a lot of guys. And I've always loved AJ Brown and everything. Uh, I was fighting when we were doing the rankings and everything on him. But um, when he got up to A.J. Brown, he's like, I'm about to watch A.J. Brown. And I'm like, all right, I got to hang up the phone. But um, let me know what you like about A.J. Brown because you're going to freaking love him. He's a monster. And then he called me like 20 minutes later, and he was amazed. He was freaking out. He was like, I need him in this draft yeah, no. and everything like that. I'm I love static. A.J. Brown. He could be a top receiver one day. I think he could be a top five receiver. He has all the skills to be there. But I, I don't know about maybe maybe this year, maybe maybe next year. I don't know. I think he's going to be a top guy one day. I really expect I him AJ, to bro. be at
1: least in the top 15 this year. And that's all I want from my wide receiver, too. Make it to the top 15, top 10, and I'll be happy. And I really do. He has, he has the potential for doing that. He's, the, he's one of the, the most interesting players I've seen in press coverage. When he tries to get out of press coverage, when corners try to jam him he uses defensive technique uh line defensive line technique moves to get off his press coverage like he uses Nick Bosa's swift move and then he uses Aaron Donald's push move and I think that's pretty amazing for a wide receiver his size to be making those type of moves on corners and you know I don't see a lot of receivers do that they'll do the little jump cuts little hezzies and but this is different and I really love how AJ Brown knows how to uh you know, move his feet, use his hands, and make plays, and that's why I chose AJ Brown. Um, after AJ Brown, um, uh, this hurt. This hurt. Uh, Chris a little bit. Dylan took uh, David Johnson.
0: Yeah, I was okay with it though.
1: And um, I know Chris won him for his running back too. It was in My his, three. Uh, his three, and it was in his little strategy. But um, Dylan took him. Good pick with uh Eckler. I think that's smart. Um, so uh, after that, um, Metcalf went, which is. Pretty early. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Metcalf went, and I think it was pretty early in my eyes. You know, I could see Metcalf going in maybe the sixth, seventh round or something like that. But fourth round, pretty pretty early. But you know, he's projected to have a big year. I think Russell Wilson said he's going to be one of the best players in the league just in general. Yeah. So he's there. um, Russell Wilson has a lot of faith in DK Metcalf, and we saw a lot out of him last year with the nine hundred yards and seven touchdowns, and in the playoffs with his like seven receptions for hundred forty six yards and two touchdowns, something like that. So he was a beast. So, uh you have something to say about DK?
0: I love DK Metcalf. Um, the thing is, like, like you, you did say that Russell Wilson does think he's going to be a top player in the league, and I th- feel like he can be there one day. But um, there's a trend in a lot of other leagues and just in general that people are taking DK Metcalf over Ty Lockett, and it's perfectly respectable. Like, I think DK Metcalf could be a beast. Um, DK Metcalf's rookie season is eerily similar to like Julio Jones's first year. It's it's it's, it's very very close. It is kind of scary. I think DK Metcalf here was a fun pick. I think it was a good one. like he, the way he drafted, he had he, he he went two running back, Kittle, and then he needed a receiver. I think yep. DK Metcalf was a fine pick here. I think it was a good pick in the fourth. I feel like he'd be gone by his next pick. Chance but to uh know. gotta love DK Metcalf. I think it's a great pick.
1: I know a lot of people in the league were really big on Metcalf, so there is a point why he took him so early. So I respect that perfectly. Um after uh Metcalf went Amari Cooper and that really pissed me off because i think in my uh, my head i thought i had zeke and i thought and i didn't have zeke i had cook and i really like amari cooper i'm a big fan of him and i think it's a pretty good steal for uh Melvin having now cooper as his one and having McCaffrey Chubb and Jackson so it was a really good pick for him i wanted to
0: slip then to the 5th round but he didn't my analysis on amari cooper here i think it's a good pick in the 4th round but um, he is—he has a price tag of, like, a wide receiver 10, wide receiver 11. In every draft, he's going, like, third round mostly. But the thing is with me with Amari Cooper is they just added C.D. Lamb, and they want to spread the ball around a lot more. Michael Gallup's emerging. Also, um, Amari Cooper has never had over 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns in a season, and I think we saw his ceiling last year in his career. And I feel like he's going to slow down a little bit, regress a little bit, slightly. I, I think um, – But I I also do like how they keep, like, Amari Cooper is a good example of having, like, the same connection with a quarterback. Like, it's a shorter uh, offseason. Training camp's four weeks, and then there's no preseason. I think Dak and Coop are going to have a strong start early. I think Amari Cooper is a good pick in the fourth round. But, yeah, like, I don't think he's going to be, like, a top 10, top
1: I can understand what you're uh, saying. you know. You're not, no, you know, no, I totally, I totally understand it. When I was watching Amari Cooper film, I could see that he was at his, you know, he's in his prime right I would, now. I don't see
0: him like emerging to have like fourteen hundred yards. I not like, anything I, crazy. I I, day, I, you know I totally I mean? understand that, but I years. you have
1: to respect Amari Cooper's route running game and you know he knows how to catch Mari the Cooper's ball. Amari Cooper's cold, bro. And um, he's crazy. And if Dak targets him a lot, he could have a big gear. So that's all I want to say about Cooper. I was a little pissed off he didn't slip to the fifth round, but it's okay. Um, After Cooper went Connor, um, then Sutton with the double pick, and then this kid Melvin, my boy, took my pick again. He took Mark Andrews, who I am huge on this year, 10 touchdowns last year. Lamar Jackson loves to find him in the red zone, and I wanted him so badly, but... Smart, very smart pick by uh, Melvin taking Mark Andrews and having Lamar Jackson. A very good duo on the team. It's going to be a very good uh, duo during the season and close to playoff time. Um, After Mark Andrews went Keenan Allen, then Robert Woods, and then I'm up. So Mark Andrews is gone. I'm pissed off at this point, but, you know, I have to realize that, you know, I'm still in draft time. I don't know whether I want to take a wide receiver or a running back. And I was like, say, fuck it. All these tight ends are going off the board. So I took Darren Waller. Now, Darren Waller produced very well for the Raiders last season. Probably their top target all season other than Jacobs. But um, Darren Waller is like a wide receiver tight end hybrid. And I love that. I love having that type of player. He's already projected 12 points at fantasy for week one. And I think it's a great fit for my team. It was him or, it was him or Andrews and Waller is my backup. So I decided to snag him. Yeah, but anything you want to say about Waller? Uh, I love Darren Waller. We talked about him enough. Okay. um, After Waller, when Juju Smith-Schuster, who was projected to have a very progressive year with Big Ben, and then Chris is up.
0: So uh, there was a trend in this draft where receivers fell, which was the move to take running back, running back in the beginning. But Juju just went in the fifth round. And I was... All right, so my my initial strategy to come into this league was to stack up my running backs and end up with... uh. Adam Thielen and Calvin Ridley is my two receivers. But I had a feeling that there is so much talent on the board. Like, Galladay hasn't gone yet. Uh like I had I had I had to scoop up on one of these wide receivers that I could trade or make a move with. Alvin Robinson was a steal here. I think and it was like, a steal, yeah. The Our thing board is wanted him the thing so is bad. how how we're explaining these teams. Uh you're pretty thorough with it cuz you haven't made any moves. Mhm. But we'll we'll see Yo- what I ended up doing with Allen Robinson yeah. later. Let's just but say let's the say- value the value was really good in the fifth round, and I I had to scoop up yeah. on that. And uh, he was my third receiver on my team, so like I thought that was pretty crazy, where he 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 could be like anyone's two or mm-hmm. like something like that.
1: Exactly, Allen Robinson, Al Rob, A Rob fell, and you know I it kind of annoyed me because I was like, wow, no one's decided on taking him. I was thinking about snagging him in the sixth if he fell even more, but there was no shot that he would, and Chris was smart. I, I know it took him a lot of time on the draft, uh, draft clock to pick him, but very smart pick for its value, and Allen Robinson is on his team. However, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, so after Allen Robinson went Josh Allen, um, pretty high for a quarterback. Quarterback rankings, in my opinion, he's like seven. Running backs, in my opinion, and only three are off the board right now. So fourth, I, I don't know. It, de- it depends. I don't what know. What? Who is this?
0: Josh Allen. Oh, Josh Allen. Oh, that was a big reach. I was like, I was I, I was, I was, I was going crazy over the camera. I was like, that's the worst value pick. So, in this yeah, whole that was. Draft. A really he could have gotten big... three rounds later. I think he was wearing a Josh Allen. He jersey. was. He was wearing a Josh Allen jersey. Oh my god. Um.
1: So after Allen went, Odell Beckham Jr. Not a big fan of Odell Beckham Jr. And then when Ertz and Lockett, then uh, our big boy who I'm very excited about this year, Jonathan Taylor, went to my boy TJ. Um. After that went Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin, and then Chris is up with his
0: drama pick. My drama pick? Yeah. I, I wouldn't call it a drama pick. I call it my... Very dramatic pick. I was, I was very happy about <laughs> this. So, um... Uh, this is the sixth round. We're we're gonna wrap it up after the second seventh round, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna talk about we're we're gonna go through every team and we're gonna rank exactly. them. And well, no, we're we're gonna rate them out of ten. Yep. So um, with this pick, I I knew who I was gonna take instantly because the last pick I was gonna go Robinson or Ridley, Robinson or Ridley. I felt like if I took Ridley over like Gallaudet or um, or Robinson, who I ended up taking, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got uh. Robinson or Galladay, yeah, exactly. in the next pick. So uh, I ended up taking Calvin Ridley. I love Calvin Ridley. He's my Chris Godwinner this year. I think that he's gonna be a monster. I think um, everything is just right. I feel like he's gonna have that third year breakout. The Falcons uh, have uh, the uh, the most, most empty. No 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 no. It's it's number one by a lot. Most empty, target empty targets. Empty targets. Yeah. Uh, by losing, Hooper, Devonta Freeman, and. Um, uh, Sanu, yeah, Muhammad Sanu, and Ridley's gonna have a great year. Matt Ryan thinks so. Uh, I wanted him to be my two, and he's the fourth receiver I got on my team, and I was ecstatic about it. And yeah, I was very happy.
1: There was so basically, you know, with this pick for Chris, you know, there was a lot of hype around it. You know, I was you no know, in the beginning of the week before the draft started. Uh, I was really trying to figure out who was his Godwin, you know, in quotation marks of the year and. Now, I was expecting someone like DK or my boy AJ Brown. I was pretty scared that he was just gonna snag him in front of me, and um, but no, he took Calvin Ridley. And after watching Calvin Ridley's film, he uh, is a very good route runner. I see that a lot of potential in him. He's an Alabama, comes from Alabama, so he's an Alabama receiver. Learned under Nick Saban, so he's very uh, he has a good IQ for football. Um, Matt Ryan likes to target him. You know Julio on the other side. I think. Calvin Ridley, you know when Julio gets double team, Calvin Ridley's gonna have a lot of one on ones, and you know, like I said, great round runner, so he's gonna be able to break away from the corners, and you know, possibly score double digit touchdowns. I don't know. He could he could have a Godwin type of year. I'm not sure. He just needs to stay healthy, and um, that lost target share. A lot of those targets have to go to him.
0: He wants to prove himself. He wants to, he wants everyone to know that him and Julio are the best wide receiver duo in the league. Yeah, and um. I mean the Bucks guys got something to say about that, but yeah. Calvin wants to prove himself. I love it. I think it's a. I think that was a great value pick. I wanted to pick him the round before, so mm-hmm. I said, "Fuck it, let's let's send it, Calvin Ridley." That was fun. Had to.
1: So it was actually pretty funny because after he said Calvin Ridley, like he was, ex- I think he was expecting like applause or something like that because he was on the phone, and everybody in the room was just silent. We just didn't say shit. Say that? And, <laughs> and he was like, me. "Woo!" We were all just like oh, I always so hype was hyped myself. I don't care boys. what anyone
0: got to say. I'm hyped myself. That's my dog. That's my worst year too this year.
1: So um after Ridley um Gronk and Gronkowski went okay and uh, then after <laughs> months, he goes okay when Gronk after Gronk went was my pick and you know I was uh, talking to Chris on the phone um deciding whether I should go quarterback or grab my flex real quick and he was like how many qu- uh you you're two um. Running backs, and you have two wide receivers, and you have your tight end. Go for your flex right now. And I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. So I decided to take my boy. I have a very big feeling he's just going to be a consistent receiver this year. I love him. Even if he just gets 14, 15 points, I'll be happy um, for my flex. And that's uh, Devontae Parker. I watched a lot of tape with Devontae. He is probably one of the best jump ball players in the league. He will snag it out of the air. Moss corners uh, back-to-back. Um He's playing Gilmore week one. I'm not scared of that at all because of the fact that Devontae put up eight catches for 107 yards and I think a touchdown against him in the last game of the season. So I'm not scared of that at all. He's projected almost 13 points this uh this week. So um, I'm very excited for Devontae Parker. I'm very excited. Even if Ryan Fitzpatrick is quarterback, he proved himself to do very well with Devontae. It was a big target for him. And then when Tua comes in, I guarantee Tua is going to use him a lot because who wouldn't want to use you know, a 6'3 receiver, you know, who has a very, uh, has decently good hands. So I think Devontae Parker's going to be great for fantasy. He's the one in Miami, and I have a lot of respect for him, and I think he's going to do very well at my wide receiver core. Godwin Brown Parker is very good. Um, after my pick went uh, Devin Singletary, then Kyla Murray, then DeAndre Swift, Stefan Diggs, T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, D.J. Chark, Mark Ingram, and now my pick. So I think this is probably a steal in my opinion. I don't understand how he was still there. Um, Dak Prescott, number two last year, 4,900 4, yards and 32 touchdowns. I mean, I can't go wrong with that. And I think that's a great quarterback for my, uh, great quarterback for my fantasy team. He's projected close to 21 points this week, so that's high him. for a quarterback. I'm very high on Dak this year. He's quarterback I, he, two last year. He, he, not only can he throw the ball, he can, move, he can move around the pocket and score with his feet. So I love that about him. I don't like having a quarterback who just sits in the pocket and throws touchdowns. I like that he knows how to move his feet. He fights for every yard also. He's not, he's not a pussy. He knows how to go for his <laughs> yards. And as a Giants fan, it pisses me off that I like him so much because I know that he's going to shit on the Giants when they play us. But uh, yeah, for fantasy-wise and my team in League of Nations, I love it. And that was my seventh-round pick, sixth-round yes pick? seventh-round seventh pick, which is pretty good for his ADP. I think his ADP is in the fifth round, so I got him two rounds later. Um, so after Dak Prescott went, Jarvis Landry, and then Chris is up. Um,
0: hmm. So uh, we're wrapping it up after this pick. We're going to rate the teams after. But um, I got my quarterback in this round, too. See, my original strategy was to take Ridley really two rounds ago and then get this guy, but Robinson was there and then this guy fell too. See, me and Justin ended up taking our quarterbacks in the seventh round, while people reached earlier and everything. I got Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's my dog. Uh, I I trust him as my quarterback. Won this year, easily, and I think I think he's gonna have an amazing season. Um, like 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 me and justin ended up taking quarterback one caliber players mm-hmm. in the seventh round while someone took like russell wilson in the third round mm-hmm. where they could finish right next to each yeah, other exactly it's a great value pick here i love the sean watson i've talked so much about him they surrounded amazing veteran talent around him i think it's a very balanced team and uh, i think he's gonna have an amazing year i love sean watson he's top quarterback I not much else to say about that.
1: No, I totally respect taking Deshaun Watson. It was either Dak or Watson for me, but I just like Dak because of how good of a year he had last year. Yeah, he's better weapons. He has better weapons this year. He got Zeke, you know, even he has Tony Pollard sometimes, uh CeeDee Lamb who's projected to have a decently good year and Gallup. Cooper and then Gallup. So and even Blake Jarwin. Jarwin could do come play well with Dak too. So, and Dak also doesn't get, uh, I'm not trying to jinx him, but Dak is also a very strong player. He doesn't get injured very easily. And um, he's smart too. Very good IQ uh, in football. Um, but however, Watson, um, I love him. I think he plays just like Russell Wilson. So grabbing him in the seventh instead of Wilson in the third, I think it's a very smart pick. His ADP is also fourth, fifth round. So seventh round is huge to take him. And I respect those that pick. It was a really good pick. All right, so basically now we're going to rate the teams. Um, There was a couple acquisitions. Um, uh, What was it called? After the draft was over, people were picking off waivers. There was uh, one trade, I believe. So, um yeah, we're going to go through our boy, uh, Brandon Vicaro's league. Beccaro's uh, team, sorry. And uh, let's see what he got. So he has quarterback Josh Allen. I know he reached on him pretty early. Still a good
0: quarterback, though.
1: So, yeah, he's probably one of the strongest arms in the league. So... Uh, decent quarterback. Uh, he got Josh Jacobs in the first. Um, Joe Mixon in the second. Chris is not big on Mixon. I'm okay with Mixon. I think I think um,
0: Mixon's a fine two.
1: Yeah, he's a good two. I don't think he's used as a one. So, Jacobs and mixon good duo. Then he has Kenny Galladay. That's a pretty filthy uh, wide receiver one. I like him 11 touchdowns last year. Then he has Scary Terry as two. I see uh, Scary Terry as a flex, but where he has a flex is a... Pretty smart idea, to be honest. Um, now, this next pick is Tyler Higby. Chris does not like Higby at all. I'll talk about it. However, when I was seeing Tyler Higby's film, I see a good year for him. He, Jared Goff likes to throw to him more than Everett. I thought it was Everett more than Higby, but it's Reynolds, Woods, Cup, and Higby. That's who it is. And Todd is not there. It's Cam Akers. So, Todd Gurley's not going to be, you know, there's not, I don't know if Cam Akers is going to be the PPR, a PPR monster like Todd Gurley, but Higby's going to get some of that target share. So, pretty decent, could have a decent year for Todd Gurley, so I like that pick. Then, at his flex, he grabs Todd Gurley on Atlanta. So, honestly, not, not a bad team. He doesn't have a defense or a kicker yet, which is weird, but um, that's okay. So, I'm, I'm just going to raid out of this. And then, his bench. He has Monty Brandon Cooks, my boy Justin Jefferson, Matt Stafford, Jay Sternberger, who I don't think has any fantasy value, Preston Williams, okay. Renfro, okay. Uh Blake Jarwin, he has three tight ends, so that's pretty cool. Uh Joshua Kelly, don't see a lot of production for Joshua Kelly with Justin Jackson, Austin Eckler. And then uh the, the Shine in the Dark with Jarek McKinnon, um, who has uh low risk, high reward. So I'm going to rate this team, he has a good running backs, decent wide receivers, decent tight end, this is 7 out of 10. I see this team playing pretty well if you get a good defense and a nice kicker, but I like his wide receivers. Terry Terry is a top target, Kenny God is a top target. Todd Gurley's a decent running back. Tyler Higby's a good uh, tight end for the Rams. So I'm going to give him... And he he has Justin Jefferson, Brandon Cooks. Monty's smart off the bench. Um, So, yeah, 7 out of 10 is pretty good for Brandon.
0: So uh, when I look at Brandon's team, the first thing I look at is running backs. And it's a strong core of three. And he does a Monty off the bench. Uh, I really like the running backs. Um... I feel like this would be a really, really good standard team. But um, I feel like Mixon and Gurley aren't the best PPR backs, but we don't know what they're going to put Gurley like, into the situations with Atlanta and everything. Uh, I th- I think he's going to have a struggle at tight end, which hurts every week with Higby. Uh, he's going to have some good games. He's going to have some bad games. And I don't think he has a- He ha- He does not have a good backup tight end with Jarwin and Sternberger. Where there's like there's possibilities that they could break out. He took him as like late round, like flyers. I
1: like Jarwin first. But a
0: super. I I I just don't like the tight end core. Uh Gallaudet and McLaurin is it's 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 usable. It's not it's not the best in the league. You're gonna see much better receiving cores. I'm giving it a seven too.
1: Seven. Yeah. Seem like you talked a lot of shit about it just now, dude. Should I give it a 7, though?
0: I'm giving it a 7 because it's it's good week by week, probably. Like, the running backs are going to carry that team. All right. Higby's ass, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Next team is the Adams family, Uh, our boy Dylan. Uh, He has Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback. As long as he stays healthy, I'm cool with it. Austin Eckler, who potentially can have a CMC type of year. Uh, He's like a Walmart quick check CMC to me. Uh, David Johnson... Decent running back, too. Then he has Michael Thomas, best player, best receiver, I guess almost best player in fantasy. Uh, Then he has Mike Evans. I like MT Mike Evans' duo. And then he has Chris's boy, Hayden Hurst, who he projects to have a very good year. Robert Woods, decent flex. Colts defense, I like it. Chris Boswell, Wizard of Oz, always good to have. Devin Singletary and Mark Ingram off the bench. I like that a lot. Debo, also, very good. Not projected to start week one. But still uh, the second best uh, yak receiver in the league last year. Love that. Nikhil Harry, potential to break out with um, Cam Newton. Don't know yet. Tevin Coleman, low risk, high reward. Boston Scott, eh. Demon Harris and Alan Lazard, slowly a chance. Um, Dylan, honestly, in my opinion, had a better team last year than this team. I like his his two receivers. He has a tight end who could potentially break out. I like his running back one. How, and I, But I like his running back depth. His running back depth is tough with Eckler Johnson, Singletary, and Mark Ingram. So he could flip him out if Woods sucks one uh, one week. He doesn't have a backup tight end. That kind of annoys me, but cause he's putting all his faith in Hayden Hurst. So I'm also going to rate this team... Uh, I think it's gonna be a little lower. No, I can't do that. I can't with MT. All right, I'll give him. I'll give him a seven. Also, I'll give him a seven just because I'm not a big fan of Woods. Johnson can also, you know, he can do very well, but he can also suck. So, but I like his. I like his running back depth if he sucks, and I like Debo off the bench. So, giving him a seven.
0: I love Dylan's team. We have two different views on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ben is going to be a solid fantasy quarterback. Steelers um, fans, yeah, well, I think Ben's going to be a great quarterback this year. Um, Eckler Johnson is amazing given that you have Michael Thomas. I I, I think if Eckler reaches his potential, he could be really good as a one. David Johnson's going to be a beast in Houston. I've talked about him multiple times. I love David Johnson this year. It's a good running back duo. It's not the league's best, but it's solid because you took Michael Thomas in the first round. So then he has Michael Thomas, Evans, and Woods as the starting receivers. And I think that's really top tier. Um, I think Mike Thomas is going to hold up the slack if Mike Evans uh, has a bad game or two, but Mike Evans has those monster games. So like, what if you see this team with a monster Mike Evans day and yeah. Mike Thomas on a normal day? Yep. Say that. Hayden Hurst, I think he's going to be a monster tight end. I'm saying monster a lot because I really like this team. <laughs> uh, he's still Hayden Hurst for me. I had to make a move for a tight end. We'll see that later. Uh, I think uh, – and I, I like Robert Woods. I think that's a really strong flex. I think he has great running back depth, uh, barring injury with uh, Eckler Johnson. I think he could fill in Singletary or Ingram on a week-by-week basis. I think Debo Samuel is a great late-round pick too. He can he he could be better at Woods this year, but uh, I think – The receivers are, like, stacked on this team. I think it's solid. I'm getting it 8.5 if it lives up to its potential, which I think it can.
1: Okay.
0: I love this team. Shout out to my boy Dylan. All
1: right. So, the next team, the defending champion, Joseph (laughs) DeAngelis. Joe D. Joe D. uh, Always has a decent team in the league. Always knows how to draft. And, um, all right, let's get through it. Uh, Quarterback. Number one. No, it's. Number two quarterback last year, potential number one quarterback in fantasy this year, Patrick Mahomes. Great fucking pick. uh Then he has Saquon Barkley. Okay, cool. Then, uh, <laughs> okay, cool. I, I mean, I can't say anything more about yeah, Saquon. He's a beast. Yeah, talked about him
0: multiple
1: times. Um, James Conner, running back too. Decent. I see Conner more of a flex in my opinion, but that's okay. Cortland Sutton, more of a wide receiver two. Stephon Diggs. More of a wide receiver, too. Uh, both wide receiver ones on teams, though, but in fantasy, instead of the wide receiver twos. Then he has Kelsey out the back end. And then he has T.Y. Hilton, who downplayed his hamstring injury on Monday. So there's a chance that T.Y. Hilton might not play week one. Don't know that for sure. Still projected 13 points against Jacksonville. Um, then he has the Steelers defense, probably one of the best defenses in the league. Probably in fantasy, too, with having Minka Fitzpatrick on the team. Matt Prater. Uh then he gets Tyler Boyd, who's a decent uh flex receiver uh this year with AJ Green coming back. Uh Sonny Michelle, he sucks. Um, <laughs> Michael Gallup, an emerging wide receiver. That's a great Dallas. bench receiver. Yep. Uh James White, great PPR uh um back, so a good bench back. Carrion Johnson, probably not gonna play as much as DeAndre Swift. A J. Dillon, very smart pick, just in case Aaron Jones is has a very aggressive year and they trust A J. Dillon inside the five, uh inside the five yard line. Um, then Jalen Rager, another great late uh, round pick, because of the fact that Jalen Rager is probably going to play better than Deshaun Watson, and not Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Jackson, and have more targets from Carson Wentz. And then his backup quarterback is Daniel Jones, who I believe Daniel Jones could be a good t- uh TD potential quarterback in fantasy with the highest last year for rookie quarterbacks. Um, you can never count Joe Jody out ever, which annoys me because, you know, what if Sutton and Diggs just turn off and go crazy this year and Connor's back to his normal form. Um, I don't like T.Y., but Tyra Boy could fit in there or Gallup, and he has a very good tight end. Um, he doesn't have a backup tight end, but who needs a backup tight end when you have Kelsey? Uh, Saquon Barkley and Pat Mahomes... Fuck me! I gotta give it at least an eight. You give me an eight. Yeah, I gotta give him an eight. All
0: right. So, uh, Joe DeAngelis. okay. Um, Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey is top two. You can't get better than that. Nope. And you have to respect that. You have to. Barkley's gonna be a top five running back. So I I really like James Conner this year. So I love I I love his running backs. I think I I think he drafted very well for taking a quarterback and a tight end in the first three rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, this team is going to rely on receivers and starting every week.
1: Yeah, they gonna, he's going to have to rely on his running backs.
0: He, he's, nah, he's going to... He, this team is like make or break with the receivers with his starts every week. Because he's starting two wide Sutton, receiver twos. Sutton, Diggs, and Hilton are... Uh, I, I think that's a fine receiving core with everyone else in that starting lineup. Yeah. But what I really like about this team is that he got Tyler Boyd and Michael Gallup off the bench. Now... He's like there's going to be some weeks where he's going to be rocking with like Sutton, Gallup, T.Y., or, or Diggs. Yeah. Sutton Boyd or something yeah, like, like that, you know. So he's he's going to he's going to he's going to have some good matchups. He's going to do all that. I think he drafted really good with depth. I think this is one of the best depth teams in the league. And uh I feel like if say like Diggs TY or say, say Sutton has a really bad year, mm-hmm. Or like someone falls off on his team, he's gonna make a monster trade with yeah. his buddy, Brandon Brandon. Yeah, and uh yeah, they're gonna do some <laughs> ske- uh, some some, <laughs> some sketch shit. Yeah, Joe's team is gonna have so, so, something's gonna fall off, and then he's gonna make a monster trade. be I it, don't think a, that's, back I still, in the contending I conversation. Still
1: don't think that's a championship caliber team, though, for the wide receivers. In my
0: opinion, I think um I think it'll match up pretty well every week. I'm giving I'm giving it an eight and a half. Wow. Because you 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 can't disrespect Mahomes, Kelsey, Barkley, Connor. Yeah. And the receivers aren't lackluster. They're solid. They're yeah, all they're right. all ones on their team. the Starters. Um, I'm gonna give it. I him an eight and a half. So like, it could live up to a nine if if people break out. If Connor yeah. if Connor comes back, back to, to his, form. his yeah. form, he stays he looks healthy big
1: this year too. So.
0: Um yeah, I think it could live up to a nine, definitely. I I mean I think Jody's still a contender, no doubt.
1: I hate that he knows how to Hey you he drafted so it at the one spot. It's yeah, it's
0: it's it's an easy spot to pick.
1: Yeah. All right. So next. Is done. the next uh team is TJ Fisher's team, the scorgasms. Um he has Carson Wentz at quarterback. Uh decent year last year for Carson Wentz with uh about four thousand yards, twenty seven touchdowns, and three hundred points in fantasy. So decent quarterback one. He has Alvin Kamara is one. I really like that. Wow, he's projected seventeen points for Kamara. That's really good. Then he's fourteen. At, uh, then he has Fournette at his running back two. Uh, twelve point six. Uh, week one. That's pretty smart. Um, pick for him as running back two because of the fact that I don't see Fournette as a one this year. He's really a running back two. Then he has Tyreek Hill, who is a very good receiver. You know, I think he could potentially do very do a lot better than he did last year. One hundred percent because he got hurt. Um. DJ Moore is a great two for him um I'm not a big fan of DJ Moore and uh in that offense the way that it works for receivers um with Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel but I think it's a good two in fantasy for this team then he has Evan Ingram now Evan Ingram I'm a Giants fan and I love Evan Ingram when he's healthy Evan Ingram hasn't finished the season in the last four years because of injury concerns so I'm a little scared for TJ for that um he has, some, he has two backup tight ends, which is smart, so I like that. But once Evan, when Ingram, Evan Ingram's healthy, he could be a top-five tight end in fantasy. And then he has Odell Beckham Jr. at his flex. Uh, it's, I'm not a big fan of Odell with Baker Mayfield. I'm not a big Baker Mayfield fan because I can't trust his arm and his accuracy. And uh, Odell's, uh, you know, he's... I don't know if he's regressing or he's maybe he's going to break out or he's going to stay consistent. But um, we'll see this year... Um, OBJ at a flex though is a decent uh selection and a decent spot for him. Then after that he goes Bears defense and then he has Zane Gonzalez, which is probably one of the best kickers in the league. Then after that is Bench, he has JT, who's probably going to end up starting over Fournette or Odell Beckham Jr. late into the season because I think JT is gonna be a beast, Jonathan Taylor. Then he has Deontay Johnson, and then he has Kareem Hunt. That's a really good three players off the bench. And he has Slayton. I, it's not a, this is really good bench. I really like his bench. Then he has Hawk, T.J. Hawkinson and Austin Hooper for backup tight ends. I think that potentially could be a very good uh, week in and week out just in case Evan Ingram gets hurt and Hawkinson maybe breaks out this year. Who knows? Austin Hooper uh, was number two last year. He's on a new team with Baker Mayfield. We'll see what happens with him. I just like Austin Hooper because he's a big uh, target. He good hands. So that's really good for fantasy. Then he has Zach Moss and Latavius Murray at the back end. Uh, Latavius Murray is very good if uh, Kamara gets hurt and it's his cuff back. Which is very smart. And then he has Zach Moss, who could take Devin Singletary's job this year possibly. So overall, it's a pretty decent team. I'm probably gonna give this team. Yeah, I'm gonna give this team an eight. Also, it's a decent team.
0: All right. Let's look at TJ's team. Uh, Carson Wentz is a solid quarterback uh, for fantasy this year. I think he's going to be pretty solid. I th- he's in the second tier, I would say. Um, so I th- I think that's pretty good. Uh, Alvin Kamara and Leonard Fournette. I think that's a great r- a running back duo. I mean, I, I know Kamara is going to bounce back and be a really good running back for fantasy this year. I think there was a steal at nine. and um, But... This team is going to, it's like a make or break with Leonard Fournette and Odell. Don't now, Leonard, Leonard, I, I, I like Jonathan Taylor. I love Jonathan Taylor, but um, the thing is, Leonard Fournette—he's on a contract year, and I, I think he's gonna have a good year because they're gonna give him a ton of carries. They're gonna see what they're gonna see if he can win them games. They're gonna see what they got in him. Really, they're not gonna give him less than 200 carries, and then just let him go in for agency.
1: They're going to see if he's still a franchise back.
0: They're going to see what they really got on him. And gonna Fournette. he's going to show them what, what he has. And he has two running backs that had down years last year that are going to pick up and have great years this year, I think. I think Fournette's a good two. Kamara's going to be a monster. We forgot how good Alvin Kamara was two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really strong running back duo. I love Ty- Tyree Kill this year. I think Tyree Kill is going to be a really, really good fantasy receiver. I think he has the second highest ceiling out of any receiver. Um, he wants to prove that he's the number one receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. He wants, uh, he's, he's going to prove that he's a top like, four, yeah, top yeah. five receiver. I think Tyree Kill going to have a monster year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think DJ Moore is set up good on this team. I don't, I, I'm not a huge fan of DJ Moore, but I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be good with him. And I think that he has strong receivers after him, like Odell, Deontay, and Slayton. I think it's a good like, spot for him. I think mm-hmm. DJ Moore is good on this team. Uh, Odell Beckham is another one that has to make a break for TJ Fisher. I think if Fournette and Odell have monster years, this could be a really, really, really good team. Odell Beckham, uh he he could be really good with this new uh uh fancy offense yeah, this new Browns offense. And um I think Baker's gonna have a much better year than he did last year. And I'm a Steelers fan. I'm just not I a I think fan of Baker. I think I think he's gonna have a lot more time in the pocket and Odell and Landry are gonna yeah, have, have good years. Better, yeah. Uh Odell Beckham returns to his form and he has him and Tyree Kill like that's that's pretty deadly. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna review his bench before I get to tight ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is a great bench running back, and I know TJ loves Jonathan Taylor. We love Jonathan Taylor here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deontay Johnson's a monster. He offered me a trade for Deontay Johnson. He wants to get a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I'm thinking about it. Deontay Johnson could be a monster. Mm-hmm. Could be the steal of the draft that late. Kareem Hunt's a great bench running back. He could have some trade value there, or like I think that's really good bye week like plug in. Type thing with Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darius Slayton, solid. Uh, and Zach, Zach Moss, we don't know what we're going to get out of him. Murray's a good cuffback. And then we get to his tight ends. So Evan Ingram could be a really good tight end if he stays healthy. Um, I think that's pretty solid. I think I, I, I have a weird feeling that something's going to change up with his starting lineup somewhere. I think TJ's going to make a good trade somewhere, mm-hmm. whether it's Fournette, whether it's Ingram, whether it's Odell or DJ Moore. I don't know. But I feel like this isn't his final team. I think, but for right now, uh, post draft rankings, I'm gonna give this team an eight. Yeah. But it could creep up depending 29. on if the people blow up that nope. need to. Mm-hmm. I like that team though. I like it too.
1: Um, like I said, a lot of people draft very well in this league. It wasn't a very, it wasn't a stupid year uh, from the past years. Some teams have been are very well drafted this year. Um I'm not going to do uh, my team. I'm just going to let you rate it and I'll rate yours. Um right. I, don't, I don't think that's smart to uh, be biased and give myself a 9 or a 10. That's stupid. So, I'm just going to keep going um past my team to Jack Kooje's team which I don't
0: know if I'm going So big... we'll get back to our teams at the end. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. I would say that. So,
1: um with Jack Kooje's team, um he has Russell Wilson the 3rd very high pick in my opinion. I like him. I love Russell Wilson. He's a great quarterback to have, but he could have gone other players before him or grab another quarterback afterwards, but that's fine. Um, Afterwards, he grabbed Clyde Edwards-Hilaire with the number one running back slot. Now, yes, Clyde has the potential to break out, but also Clyde is a rookie back. We have no clue what he's going to do on the NFL field, so... I don't I'm a little scared for Jack and he also has Melvin Gordon at his running back too. So I am not a big fan of his running back duo right now. Right now after post draft rankings, um we got a rookie and then you have a a running back who's splitting carries on a new team, new offense. After that, he is DeAndre Hopkins, love D-Hop. He's going to be it's a great wide receiver one for um for Jack. Then he has Juju Smith-Schuster who um Potentially has can be back to his uh, sophomore year form, right? When he played mm-hmm. with AB. So that could be very good. D-Hop and Juju could be a very good duo. Then he has Rob Gronkowski. I don't like this pick at all, in my opinion. I like... Gronk is like a 10th, 10-11 tight end, in my opinion, in fantasy. And then he has Jarvis Landry at a flex. Jarvis did very well towards the end of the season, And, you know, he was always, like, consistent. He had a decent season with Baker Mayfield, 83 receptions, 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. So it could, his wide receivers are good. I don't like his tight ends, and I don't like his running backs together. But then he has Matt Breida, Janus Smith. Not very health, not a very good tight end um, depth right there because both of them could end up sucking. Uh, Jameson Crowder, not a big fan of him. He had Tom Brady, so I'm guessing he wants to do a Tom Brady Gronk, uh, week, um, weekly play thing, with uh that duo connection. Hopefully, you get something. Big on Robbie Anderson. Don't see anything out of Robbie Anderson this year. I just see him as more of a deep threat. He's a decent route runner, not the best. Um, uh, the Jets don't really have very good route runners on their team this year. Then um, he's Justin Jackson, which is a backup running back to Austin Eckler, Lavisca Chanel who, if healthy, could potentially break out as a rookie receiver. I really liked him um, at college, and he ha- he's very fast. He knows how to catch the ball. He knows how to break away from corners. But his injury concerns are, you know, he might not do very so well. And then John Brown, a lot of my friends, like uh, Chris and Melvin, don't believe that John Brown, it's not his year because of Stefan Diggs being the one. Um, Not a big fan of this team. I like his receivers, but everything else is not... It's like, it's okay. So, I'm going to give him a six. You're him a ten. six? Damn. Yeah.
0: Shit. All right. So, I'm going to talk about Jack Kugit's team. Russell Wilson, top-tier quarterback. I love that. I mean, he he took him really, really early. But he's going to pay, yeah, off, for he's gonna pay off for him. He's going to pay off for him. So, uh, I'm going to get into Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, your running back one. I think that's pretty good. And a lot of people might not think that. I think... That he's yet. gonna like it. It's 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 a risk, yeah. But mm-hmm. I feel high like risk, he's gonna put up running back num-, num running back one numbers. There it is. I uh, I think he's gonna be pretty solid. And then you get to Melvin Gordon, where he's like splitting carries with Lindsey and everything. Mm-hmm. I think Melvin Gordon's gonna have some monster weeks though. The thing is with Melvin Gordon, how I how I view him, I view him as like a flex or a or, or a uh, running back three on a well drafted team. I like I like Clyde. Melvin Gordon's a, a shaky running back, too. I, I, I like the receivers, though. Uh, D-Hop and Julio. Uh, uh, D-hop, D-Hop and Juju. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's really good. And Jarvis. I, I, I love Jarvis. Landry. No, I like his receivers. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think the receivers are going to hold it down for him. I think Clyde's going to be uh, putting up the running back one numbers, mm-hmm. even though some teams could have got him as a two. I think it's solid because he took a receiver in the first round. Uh, Gronk is uh, kind of a red flag for me I think he um, If you want to get him I say Get him as a backup tight end But he could He could come back to his form I don't see it I think I think, I think he lost a lot up. of weight yeah. I think He Since he missed a year of football I think he's not going to have the best year They mm-hmm. also have Mike Evans Chris Godwin And then they also have Two solid tight ends Two usable tight ends If Gronk didn't come back um, O.J. Howard and Cameron Brake Would have hold it, held it down For the Buccaneers mm-hmm. And they're not like it's not like they're not gonna play all year. Yeah. But I uh, like I I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Gronk. The rest of the team's pretty all right. I don't like his I, bench. His I, bench isn't I I I don't think Breda is the strongest running back three when you have Melvin Gordon as your two. Yeah. No. At all. But I like Jamison Crowder. I think that's fine. I think that's fine for buys and everything. Crowder gets a lot of receptions and no one. Uh, there hasn't been a a, a a Jets receiver that's emerged as the one. I would say it's Crowder as of right now. And I think is a solid bench receiver. I think I think it was a good price tag for where he got him. Johnny Smith could be better than Gronk, which is a little weird. Gronk could be better than Smith, though. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really, like I don't really fucks with like that. Risk. I don't fucks and with that at all. Those are
1: both risks, yeah.
0: I don't fucks with that. Brady's a good backup quarterback. Robbie Anderson, I don't fuck with. Uh, Justin Jackson, backup running back. Not going to see the field a lot. Chenault and Brown, I mean... I wouldn't take someone like Chanel like I like I don't see the volume and I, I don't see the value in that that way like, like like I see that with a lot of teams they're they they take third string second string running backs uh wide receiver threes there's no value in that you're gonna end up dropping them for someone on for agency. like I don't like that, mm-hmm. but so all rating? in all I'm gonna rate this team as seven seven yeah because Clyde edwards alaire is gonna be great, and the receivers are really good. All right.
1: Um. After Jack's team is same Jack- tier as Brandon. I put. Yeah, okay. Uh, I would say. I um. Think it's after. Not that bad. After. Uh. Jack's team is our boy Melvin. Uh. One of our best friends. Jack Boys. This is his team name, which is fucking sick. I love that. And his team is, could have a very good, good year. All right. So let's start it off. Lamar Jackson. Who you can't? He's a quarterback, running back, and one, and he could put up forty points a game. So. Uh, then he has McCaffrey, another crazy uh fantasy player. So you got that. Then you got Nick Chubb, showed a, showed a lot of potential last year, making hella hella plays, grabbing a lot of yards, and making a lot of fantasy points for uh league owners. And but he's cream hunt this year, so it could be a little different. However, great running back too. Uh, for um, Melvin. Then he has Amari Cooper as one. Like I said there's a lot there's a lost target share and on in Dallas but um Cooper is considered right now the top receiver on the team Dak likes to throw to him um, just needs to stay healthy very good AJ Green uh high risk high reward type of player AJ Green coming off a year where he hasn't played because of injury and now he's a new quarterback in Joe Burrow we have to see if that connection is still is uh is there and it can um you know form into something great who knows, A.J. Green is still a very uh, good receiver when healthy, probably one of the best in the league. Um, so I like that wide receiver, high-risk reward. Then he has Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson. Love I love this pick so much because of the fact that it fits so well into his team. And I love Mark Andrews. He's going to be a very good tight end, probably tight end 2-3 this year, possibly, over Ertz. And uh, I think Andrews could have a potentially... Close to behind Kittle year if he plays very well at Lamar, then he is DeAndre Swift. He loves Swift. He told me he loves Swift, and um, I'm not big on Swift. That you know Detroit running backs don't get a thousand yard seasons a lot, but DeAndre. I don't like. The, I'm not a big fit fan of his fit on the team. However, if he becomes the one, I can see DeAndre Swift having a very big year. Don't know if he's a good PPR uh, running back, however, um, but his bench has a decent uh, depth to it. Julian Edelman, um, I really like that, having a backup just in case he wants to start him at the flex or even wide receiver too. Julian Edelman with Cam Newton could be filthy. We don't know what that's going to look like. Then, one of my biggest fans of this year, who I think is going to be Tyreek Hill 2.0 or 1.0 right behind, underneath him, is Henry Ruggs. Fast as fuck, great hands, just needs to stay healthy, could be a league winner, I'm, I'm just saying. Could be like a Tyreek Hill. Then he has Phil Blinsey. Uh, it's a good backup back running back just in case Melvin Gordon gets hurt and Phil Blinsey starts. Marvin Jones Jr., he got really, really late. I'm not a big fan of Marvin Jones, but he has the potential to get top uh, tight end uh, TD numbers because Matt Stafford likes to throw to him a lot for some reason. I guess he's a decent receiver for him. Um, Antonio Gibson, it's Peterson and Gibson now. Geis um, got cut recently uh, off for off-field domestic issues. So Antonio Gibson, a uh, kind of a wild card. Don't know what this kid is, honestly. He could be a wide receiver, he could be a running back, um, he could be a special teams returner. Antonio Gibson is a very a decent wild card, and it's a cool thing to have on his team. I like that. He has my boy Pittman Jr., who is a potential to be very good on the Colts if T. Y. Hilton doesn't succeed. I think T. Y. Um is an injury prone receiver. Michael Pittman is long, lanky, can catch, makes good routes. Um could be very uh good for um uh, Phil Rivers and Michael Pittman. That could be a good connection. Then he has AB. AB, low risk, high reward. AB comes back uh suspended after suspended eight weeks, and he's on a team like the Seahawks or Ravens. You got him for playoffs, and AB could honestly be your league winner because mm-hmm. AB is still in great shape, knows how to catch the ball, and was one of the top wide receivers in fantasy when he was playing on the Steelers. And then you have uh Chris Herndon, who is a— Decent backup tight end, uh, like another high-risk, high-reward type of thing for a backup tight end. Um, I'm a big fan of this team. I really think it has the potential to be very well. I think DeAndre Swift, I think at the end of the season, his if he doesn't make any trades or like in top five, top five weeks, I think he's going to move green down to the flex. I think Rugs is going to become a wide receiver two type player. Possibly Edelman fits in. I think Swift might drop to the bench. But however, if that's how the team looks, he has Chiefs defense, Young Huku, decent kicker, projected one fifteen for week one. This is a nine or a ten team in my opinion. This is a very good team.
0: So what'd you put it? Nine and, and a, a half. half. Nine and a half? Shit. Yeah. That's, that's a good team. That's generous. I like I I like Melvin's team. I know I, I know how Melvin is gonna do it though. He's gonna end up uh, making some moves here and there week by week. For players that are booming. No, I'm giving
1: him nine because he doesn't have decent I'm... running back depth. Sorry, my bad. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So you got Lamar Jackson, and Christian McCaffrey, the two best at their positions in fantasy, and and you you can't deny that. Mm-mm. Nick Chubb is a great running back too behind McCaffrey. I'm not sure how many weeks he's gonna have Nick Chubb on his team. I feel like he he he, he Melvin is very good at buying when buying is good and selling when selling is good, mm-hmm. week by week. That's why he makes his, his, his way to the,
1: the
0: finals and everything. Yeah. He's good at that. Uh, Amari Cooper, I'm not sold on him as a wide receiver, one-on-a-team, but I could see why he is there. I mean, with the two good running backs and mm-hmm. Lamar being That's taken before I like him. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of Amari Cooper this year. AJ Green has to boom. I, I, I mean, that is... Amazing upside if he's if he stays healthy the mm-hmm. whole year, though. He could be top ten. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's gonna end up making moves, have AJ Green stash, and AJ Green's gonna boom too. Mm-hmm. Mark Andrews, top tier tight end. If Dre Swift breaks out too, this could be a really, really, really good saying, team. It could man. be really <laughs> dangerous. Why it's nine in my opinion. Um yeah. Julian Edelman, solid bench receiver. Henry Luggs, I love. I also love uh Marvin Jones. I love that pick, that late. Uh, as a backup receiver, as his like fifth receiver on his team. Very solid. Phillip Lindsay's a great bench running back. Antonio Gibson, take the chance on him. Why not? Yeah, fuck it. Michael Pittman, solid. Antonio Brown, uh, if he gets signed to a team, he holds him for eight weeks. Uh, could pay off very well for him. Could be trade value, too. Yes, and that's what I see out of this yeah. team. He's going to make a lot of moves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think if he keeps the blueprint of having Lamar Jackson, McCaffrey... Andrews, and like holding on to someone like Swift maybe. I I don't know. I feel like everyone else is tradable, dealable. I think he has great depth to do that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm rating this team a nine. I had it locked yeah. in my head before you even yeah. said anything. Um, It has the potential to be the contending team. Yes. If he makes the proper moves and if the right people break out. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fall off. From like Cooper to Green and Edelman. I don't like the fallout from Chubb to Swift. Okay. That's 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 the thing that's holding me back from making it like a nine and a half or like mm-hmm. anything higher. Mm-hmm. But um I I can't deny how good Lamar Jackson is. I can't deny deny how Lamar good Christian McCaffrey is. Yeah. Uh I can't deny how good Nick Chubb is yeah. and Mark Andrews yeah. and all of them. I think it's a well drafted team. Right, I think he did a very good job at that. And I, I'm giving it a nine. Yep. Highest rated team I, I, I did so far. And All I'm right. being very te- picky.
1: Yep. Two more teams before we rate our own. Um, after uh, Now we're going to do uh, our boy Mike Fenning's team, Kittlecorn. Um, he has Kyle Murray, a quarterback. I'm a big fan of Kyle Murray. I think he's going to do very decent this year. Better offense to run. He's in a second year now. So sophomore season. Hopefully doesn't have a sophomore slump. And he breaks out and does it even better than last year. Um, Then he has Zeke Elliott. Can't go wrong with Zeke Elliott. He has Aaron Jones, great running back too. Uh, even though he's projected, prog- to, uh, projected to have a regressive year, still a great running back too to have. Uh, the, the reach on DK Metcalf as his wide receiver one, it's risky. However, DK Metcalf could break out and be a very good receiver. Keen Allen as the wide receiver two is smart. I like that having the backup uh for you know backup to DK um, that they could flip flop during the season. Then always having George Kittle, you know, that makes your team good. I love his running backs, his quarterback, and his tight end. And even his his wide receivers are decent. Um, DJ Chark, not a big fan of DJ Chark. I don't know what DJ Chark's going to do um, during the season. I mean, he did have 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns last year. Really depends on Garden Gardner Minshew does. I'm not a big fan of Minshew. So um, I don't like that flex. Um, then he's the Patriots defense. They lost Hightower, Chung. I don't know about that. Robbie Good, Okay. Then for his bench, he has CeeDee Lamb after Keenan Allen, DK, and Chark. Okay, possibly can break out. We don't know yet. Tariq Cohen, not a big fan of Tariq, but a good PPR back. Nicole Hardman, potential to break out also uh Mahomes targets and more with Tyree Kill. Marlon Mack, the back uh the starting back, apparently to the one-one punch between him and JT, but I think JT's gonna play better. Backup quarterback Aaron Rodgers to Kyle Murray, smart as fuck. Um Greg Olson, <laughs> veteran, but not a big fan of him in seattle don't know how wilson's gonna use him might use him like jimmy graham but i don't know olsen has a lot of foot issues so i don't know golden tate great pick i was watching film on golden tate and i think golden tate still has the potential to be a very good receiver and the backup defense too, chargers defense who is probably one of the best secondaries in the league it's good school so i really like his his like structure of his team i like his quarterback i love his running backs um, I like his receiver flip-flop, his tight end's fucking sick. But um his flex and partial of his bench is okay. So I'm gonna give this team a seven and a half. That's okay. right. Yeah.
0: I really like Frank's team. All right, so Kyler Murray uh could be really good this year, but I'm gonna get back to him. I, I already talked about how how much I like Kyler Murray this year. Mm-hmm. This running back duo is, it could be the best in the league going into the year. Yeah. Uh, Zeke and Aaron Jones, two very dependable guys. The second finished running back and the third from last year. I think they're both going to have great years again. Aaron Jones is a monster. Mm-hmm. Zeke Elliott was top three in fantasy points, uh, carries and yards and touchdowns. I think. I, I'm not sure he about the touchdowns, touchdowns
1: part. Aaron Jones. So, yeah.
0: No, I'm talking about Zeke.
1: Oh, Zeke. Zeke only. Had- Zeke, Zeke Zeke is one Zeke of the most dependable many, running back ones. How
0: many touchdowns does Zeke have last year? Zeke had twelve. So oh, he um he there. was he was third in carries, yards, and fantasy points. Yeah, he was up there. Very good running back one. Very good running back two. I love the DK Metcalf pick. I love yo George Kittle. He 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 could be the tight end one this year. Yeah, he could be better than Kelsey. This is a very good team. Uh, DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen, and DJ Chark. This is a this is a team like Joe's team. Yeah. This work, is a team just like Joe's team. Yeah, um, I, I really like it. I think it can match up with anyone in the league week by week. Um, DK Metcalf, if he booms, if DK Metcalf and Kyler Murray boom to what they can be in their second years, like if Kyler Murray is, quote unquote, the next Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. the next quarterback one in fantasy, next and Boston DK Metcalf also, yeah. turns into like a top 10 fantasy receiver, mm-hmm. this could be a top team in the league. Yeah. No doubt. That's why I'm gonna rate it an eight and a half. Okay. Um, I just don't like his depth. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm still gonna talk about. Um, uh, Metcalf, Keenan Allen, and Chark. Though I, I, I like Chark as a flex. I think it's uh built good having yeah, Kittle like like and then Chark, Chark sure. as a flex. I think um there's questions about Keenan Allen, but we took the chance on him in another league. We know Keenan Allen's gonna be good this year. Keenan Allen is very skilled, one of the best route runners in the league. I think having DK in the fourth round, and then still getting Chark and Keenan after that, I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the bench is questionable. Well, CeeDee Lamb can be really good. Golden Tate can be really good. I I, I like Hardman. A uh, week-by-week. I think Cohen's a good bench running back, actually. Uh, I think he could be a, a good plug-and-play when you have a bye because he was third in receptions out of all running backs last year. I'm a big Tariq Cohen fan, but... It's a solid team. I don't like his depth. That's the only thing. You know, I, don't I don't like, depth. like his depth. And that's, depth. that's, respectable. that's depth. respectable. That's respectable. Yeah. He also has Rodgers. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, no, it's a great team. I, I gave it an 8.5. I think it's, it's one of the best teams. I think, I think it can match up with any team week it's by better. week. I like Phoenix team. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. With the last team that we're going to rate before our own is our boy Louis Grays. Uh, Game of Jones is his team this year. Um, he has Drew Brees as his quarterback. Drew Brees is dependable, getting old, but he's looking for a Super Bowl, so he's probably apparently gonna come crazy this year as always. Then he has Chris Carson as one. And Moster as two. Uh this is he, this is interesting because the fact I think he's just playing matchups right now because he also has two running backs on the bench who are decent. Um they're okay. But Carson at the one, it's okay. I love Carson because he's a third down back and Raheem Mostert has the potential to be the starter and the workhorse back, but he's in a uh, triad of running backs right now. Then he has Julio Jones, Devontae Adams. Fucking amazing. I, I, probably the best wide receiver core in the league, in my opinion. Julio Jones, and Devontae Adams. You can't be, go wrong with that. Then he has Noah Fant, which is uh, I really think that Noah Fant has the potential to break out this year. And if he does, that's a very good tight end for him. And then he has Tyler at his flex. I love his wide receivers. His wide receivers, He probably is the best. Still, Zal Rob. Any and and and, uh, yeah, any of the shit. Fuck. Okay. So, then he has Le'Veon Bell on the bench, which is a potential starter for him week by week. Cam Akers, who was another potential breakout and could be the starter in L. A. So I really that that could be decent. Hollywood Brown. I saw a lot of potential out of Hollywood Brown against the, the rape against the Tennessee Titans in the, the wild card game. That was a or not, I don't know if it was a game because of the fact that he had a really good season. I all he needs to do is stay consistent. He could be decent. Then he has Hunter Henry, which is a great backup tight end between Noah Fan. You can flip them in, in and out. Keyshawn Vaughn, don't like him. I don't think he's gonna do anything on Tampa. I didn't see anything out of his tape. Emmanuel Sanders, another veteran, could wide receiver for Drew Brees. Might like the, the matchup for Flex with Drew Brees and Sanders. Then he has Drew Locke as a backup quarterback. I love that because Drew Locke can also break out, and he can play with Fant on his team. Um, and then he has Allen Robinson all the way at the bottom, which is so funny because I thought he'd be a little higher, but he brought him all the way at the bottom so people can't see him. But crazy trade value on this team that he can make some crazy mm-hmm. moves if he really wants to. And Alan Robinson, Tyra Lockett, Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, very good. His crazy depth on this team. I really like the depth on this team. I'm playing this team week one. Kind of scares me. Um, I'm cool with the way that it's set up right now. He's only projected about 110 points. Could flip it and fuck me over and put someone in that I don't want. But right now, I'm cool with it. Uh, Still has potential to beat me. But... um, yeah, I'm going to give this team an eight and a half. I really like this
0: team. All right, so review Lewis' team. All right, so J- Justin talked about all the players. Um, I think Lewis, uh, I said that TJ and Melvin are going to like, make trades to fix up their teams. I, like, that, that's just what I feel in my gut because that's like, their nature. That's how they run fantasy. Lewis is in the most prime position to make a, a, a splash on a trade. Um, Crazy. Now, Value. Drew Brees is a solid fantasy quarterback. Uh, I think he's he's in my second tier. He's in tier two. Uh, the running back's a little suspect with Carson and Bell, but that's what you're going to get when you draft Julio and Devontae Adams, which is the best one-two core in the league. But who who knows if he's, he's going to hold on to both of them? Who, who knows if he's, if he's going to get rid of one of them? I don't know. But uh, seeing that he's starting most over Bell actually surprises me. Um, I think he's in a really good position to um, – to make a trade and make a splash. The thing is uh about this team, he has the f- he has the best like thing of four receivers mm-hmm. by far yeah. with Julio Adams, Lockett, Robinson. Yeah. I feel like if he deals like Lockett and then uh, I don't know, one of the running backs that he has, either like Mostert or Akers, you can get you can get solid right there actually. Yeah. He's a very good value like to trade. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um
1: it's good depth, very good depth on
0: his team. One of the, yeah, one of the best depth in the league, definitely. Yeah. The thing is that's, that's going to hurt uh, his team week by week. You don't know with Hunter Henry and Noah Fant every week. Yeah, they're Fant, it's, it's, it's like You're going to have to prey on a Fant breakout, but he's, he's, he's not going to be reliable like the top tight ends every week, mm-hmm. and that's going to hurt you. I had a team similar to this last year where I had stacked receivers – and two solid running backs but they were kind of suspect and i didn't have my tight end i like and i don't think he has this tight end yet maybe he has to make the move for it but i know people are stingy trading that like you got to have a really solid tight end every week but no fan has has the potential to break out but if this team had a top tier tight end this would be a really high team mm-hmm. i'm going to give it an 8 cuz the receivers are insane but it could be higher if he makes the right deals Yeah. and he's already 0-1 with trades. Yeah. But, so wait, do you uh, want to explain yeah. the trade that you guys did? So should we go into my team?
1: Or Yeah, we'll go into your team. Okay. All right, so I'm going to do Chris's team and then I'll explain the trade between uh, uh, Chris Valinati. I'm, I'm going to have
0: to defend some part of my team yeah. that not a lot of people might agree with, but I'll, I'll defend a, it. I'll between defend
1: it. Chris Valinati and then uh, Lewis Gray, who we just talked about. All right, Team c <laughs> Uh we got quarterback Watson um at his one. I still see uh Watson as a QB one. I think it's a great value pick in the seventh round. That's beautiful. Derrick Henry, workhorse back, what can you say about Derrick Henry? Can get hella touchdowns this year. Great in the red zone, great on the one yard line. Miles Sanders, uh potentially uh running back one this year, great running back two value right now. Um fifteen protected fifteen points more than Henry um um week one. So I really like that. Then, his wide receivers, he got Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley, and Cooper Cup. Very good wide receiver depth. I'm a big fan of Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup could potentially be his wide receiver two this year over Ridley. And then Ridley could be a flex and still boom. Um, Adam Thielen could be back to his potential. Really like this wide receiver depth. And then the big trade that uh, uh, Chris made. He got Zach Ertz from Lewis Gray for Allen Robinson. I traded
0: Allen Robinson, No Fan, and Raheem Mostert, and I think it was I a gave real, him a ton of value, but
1: ton of value for a top tier tight end, and that's what makes this team a very high caliber fantasy team. Very good for Chris. I'm very happy for him. He sucked last year, and he's looking to have a very good year this year. Uh, he has a decent defense. Uh, he played. A, I think he's playing defenses weekly. He has Eagles and Vikings and Ravens. Even his three defenses on his team. And then he has Will Lutz because the Saints score a lot of points and touchdowns. Then on his bench, he has J.K. Dobbins, who uh, potentially can be a three-down back this year if Mark Ingram gets hurt. Um, I still think he's a good uh, backup running back. Um, then he has a backup quarterback, Matt Ryan, who our uh, TJ Fisher was trying to trade for. So, decent value there. Jack Doyle, who he loves. He loves him as a backup uh, tight end to Zach Ertz. Also, sicky. So, these are two tight ends that he can... Oh, wait. he has Jared Cook, too. He has four tight ends on his team. So, a lot of tight end depth. Jared Cook. So, I think he has it. probably the best tight end depth on this team. Um, I'm going to The receivers. He, then he picked up Will Fuller and said, fuck it. Because of the fact that, you know, Will Fuller can have a breakout season. Breakout. Yeah, he can have a breakout season if he stays healthy. And now he's considered... I think he's considered the one now over Cooks. Or Cooks might still uh, be the one. It doesn't it's matter. It's a flip-flop it doesn't between matter. them. But the I'm going to give him a 9 instead of a 10 because of the fact that I think he, ha, he could have had better wide receiver depth. Yeah, definitely. Instead of just having Will Fuller off the bench. Mm-hmm. But it's still a 9 because of the fact that his running backs are filthy, his quarterback is filthy, Um, his wide receiver core is can be very good this year, potential breakout candidates and progressive years from a lot of these players. And then having a top tier tight end is always good. Can I talk about my team so, real quick? Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna give you
0: a nine. Thanks, bro. Okay, so uh, I'll just talk about the stars like real quick though, because we talked about them like the whole like whenever we mentioned my team. Uh Watson, uh great quarterback. I love uh, I'm in love with this running back duo for 2020, Sanders and Henry. I think that's gonna be awesome. I love the receivers, Thielen Ridley Cup. I got Ertz, I got my boy. I had Robinson and I had most it off the bench and I had Noah Fant or the tight ends that I had. And I didn't really want to deal with having a like, like a lower tier tight end. I had to make a splash, I got Zach Ertz. A lot of guys in the league think I robbed him. And I'm happy about it. I want to. I put my money on Zach Ertz over any of them. So I, I got Ertz and Sanders. So I'm gonna be watching a lot of Philly football this year, which <laughs> is, is 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 a little weird, but it's it's dope. They're gonna be really good for fantasy.
1: Well, we won't be at Rowan, so you don't have to see them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins is my boy off the bench. Um, the uh the the splits for the running for the carries in Baltimore were like more eye opening than you think. Uh, Mark Ingram had two hundred two carries, and Justice Hill and Gus Edwards combined for one ninety. So, say Jacob J. K. Dobbins gets like that workload, he's gonna get more than one hundred fifty carries. He's gonna he's gonna he's he's gonna open some eyes there, and maybe he beats him out uh, over a couple weeks. Maybe he has really good yards per carry. Possibly. If Mark Ingram goes down, this is a top fifteen running back for for any week. I'm telling you, yep, it's the best okay. running offense. Matt Ryan, strong backup. Now I have I have three rostered defenses and that's a different story. Uh, that's just matchups and everything. Like, I got I got the Ravens defense; they're my primary defense. Mm-hmm. Eagles defense isn't gonna rock with me. Like they're facing Washington, Washington. they 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 have an easy the first Washington start few games. Team,
1: yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Baltimore's gonna be my my main defense. I might end up dropping the Vikings. I I don't know, but I have four rostered tight ends, and um, I'm gonna. I'm going to explain that. So before I had Ertz, I had no fans. and so then I had the four roster tight ends. And like, I'm a big fan of Doyle as a backup. I'm going to hold on to him. Now, everyone's big on Mike Gesicki this year, and I love Mike Gesicki. If he blows up and has a really strong start to the season, I, I'm going to end up trading him for value because there's teams that I've talked about today that either don't have good tight end depth or, or they might have a shaky one. Yeah. Now, if Gesicki breaks out, that's value right there. I'd rather have Gesicki or I'm gonna talk about Jared Cook real quick. Jared Cook can go on a tight uh, a touchdown streak for the first few weeks. For the first few weeks, I'll trade Values. him, get value, boom. Gesicki and Cook are two good examples. I was bank. I'm banking on them to either break out, uh, and then I'll trade them for value instead of drafting like a third receiver on a team that late in the draft. Yep. Or a backup running back who's gonna fight for carries or not even see the field at all that you're gonna end up dropping after the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Will Fuller was a murder off waivers. I I don't know how he got dropped. I I'm not I'm not ex- I, I, I'm not I'm not, I'm not expecting um anything huge from him, only for him to play like one to two weeks for me with buys and I would love that. I also have the Watson Fuller thing going on. I I I love my team. I mean, I, I don't want to be biased, up, but that's what I'm talking about. All right, so we're talk about your team? Yeah. Okay. So I love it just to like look at the starters. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, top-tier quarterback. The like one of the best running back duos in the league, Cook and Drake. You know, I love Kenyon and Drake and Dalvin Cook's a stud. Uh Godwin Brown and Parker. I, I think that's a really strong receiving core, even that you have Darren Waller, too. I think Godwin's going to have a great year. I think A.J. Brown could break out. Devontae Parker could see a little regression, but it's still a really good flex. And you still have Jerry Judy on the bench who could replace him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren Waller's top-tier tight end. I think you have a strong receiving core. Uh, I think Ronald Jones is a good backup running back, Uh, given, like, a bye. Mm-hmm because he is the starter, mm-hmm. and I knew he would be. Jerry Judy's a great bench receiver. I love Big Christian Hulls Kirk, too. Christian Kirk is in a similar position to Ridley, but like that's like bearing quarterback, yeah. uh-huh. bearing talent, bearing passing offense. Exactly. I like Kirk this year. I think it's a great wide receiver, five on a team. I think that's really, really good. Madison's an amazing cuffback. Jordan Howard is heavily slept on for this year. Him or Rojo will be a strong, uh, like... Start when uh, Cooker Drake has a buy. Mm-hmm. Tannehill's a great backup. Ebron is a great backup tight end for Waller. Ebron could be really good this year. We talked about that's him in tight end on. rankings. Yeah, it's a great late round pick. Got the Niners defense and Bucker, that's top tier. Denzel Mims, uh, to to rack off the team, he could be good too. I'm giving it a nine. I think it's one of the better teams in the league and i'm hoping to see you in the finals i'm hoping to see you in the dominate finals. the league with so, fantasy charger
1: um to to really just to give more emphasis about my team. I fucking love the way that my team came out. I could have been happier with having like Cooper cup and a j Brown, but i'm so happy just sticking with a j Brown at my two. Um and having Parker as my flex and Darren Waller whenever I see like my flex and then I like look up I see my top tier tight end and it makes me happy because I like having a top tier <laughs> tight end because I talked about it all 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 through my podcast through my tight end rankings through our mock draft Mondays I I needed a top tier tight end that's what I looked for and I grabbed him in the fifth round so a fourth fifth or sixth round and that's what I wanted and then um I loved having Kenyon Drake as a steal in the third I have a lot of good potential even if Kenyon Drake doesn't break out. Still, he could do a decent and um, still be a great duo because I have Dalvin Cook carrying my team. Dak, good week-to-week always. And then I like having Ronald Jones and Jordan Howard as my backups. When I was watching Ronald Jones, um, he doesn't a lot of have a lot of co- competition behind him. Uh, I don't think Peyton Barber's... Peyton Barber might be on the team, and, Might possibly might be on the team. Don't see a lot of Peyton Peyton Barber's Barber. on the Redskins. Yeah, he's on the Redskins. Oh. Right. The Washington, football the team. Washington football. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> I slipped. Yeah, but um, <laughs> Rojo's the one. Tom Brady will feed his running back if he needs to because he's gonna get tired of running his checkdowns. Um, what I also saw out of Rojo's film, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's a good PP. He could be a good PPR back. I mean, last year he had seven to twenty four yards and um receiving. I mean, some games like eight for seventy seven against Arizona. That's pretty decent. Um, and then rushing, he finished the season. 14 for 77 in a touchdown and then he had 11 for 106 so i can see possibly rojo you know being you know his usc back and transferring that into the nfl i love having judy and kirk great to uh wide receiver four and wide receiver five uh duo i have a big uh i'm happy about how judy's gonna do this year and then having my backup quarterback Tannehill, ebron looking for that 12 touchdown ebron on the colts And then having Denzel to wrap up my team could be the top wide receiver on the Jets. Your team's pretty solid, bro. Give it a
0: nine. I mean, like I, I, I I really don't see
1: anyone have. I didn't really see anyone have a really bad team. It's gonna be a very interesting year. I didn't
0: rank anyone lower than a seven. I didn't rank anyone over
1: a nine. I had Jack at a six because I didn't like how his uh, his running backs were shaky and his tight ends were shaky. Can't wait
0: to show show the league this video. It's gonna be pretty
1: funny. Yeah, they're all gonna look us like we're fucking retarded. Uh probably not. But we're but we're smart. We know what we're talking about and um we still got there there's a lot of teams with potential out here. I'm sc- low key I'm scared of Ace Lewis week one. Um I are you confident with your pick, uh your matchup week one?
0: Against Fanning. Uh we'll talk about it when it gets closer. But uh he's gonna match up really well. I think it's a really high scoring game. Yep. But yeah, uh we're gonna wrap this up. Uh but just to remind you guys that we are back uh we had we did have the little holdout because of the whole virus thing mm-hmm. but yeah like like we're back we're gonna put, put out a ton of more content a yeah. ton of more podcasts a ton um, of more instagram posts we
1: need you to check out the instagram more often we need more likes we need more comments we just posted uh both of our teams great graphics by our, our uh by his uh his little brother um he did a very good job in putting everything together um we're, very, we're still big on this podcast. We're still going to give out potent, uh, potentially for your uh, draft leagues if you still haven't drafted yet. Um, I have another draft at the late August that I that I have to uh, get ready for. Um, but, yeah, I'm, we're also going to talk about, like, no flex leagues. We still have to talk about, uh, you know, uh, dynasty leagues. Um, we still have a lot to, that we have to get into. Um, it's going to be interesting over the next couple weeks of August and into September. And then when the season starts, we'll see how it goes.
0: All right, yeah, so uh, you guys heard our, uh, our rankings, our opinions. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, this is Chris. I'm Justin. And this is the Fantasy Charger.